right, guys, welcome to another episode of The Doctor and the Dork. This is episode nine, and this is Frank here, your co-host with Olivia. Hi, everyone. Somebody needs to teach Frank that it's not good public presentation skills to say all right or so or okay before you start your presentation. <laughs> Nonetheless. My apologies. I didn't realize I was in grammar school right oh, now. Surprise. thought I was doing a podcast, yeah. but... All right, so we're just going to do a quick overview of our weekend because uh, we went out and traveled. I know it's uh, COVID season, but we decided to head farther north this time, and uh, we went to Maine. Well, we went to Cracker Barrel first because that's, you know, <laughs> Priorities. You can't start a good trip without some Cracker Barrel. Mm. But needless to say, we ended up in Portland, Maine, and let me tell you, normally Portland, Maine is a really fun spot. Normally, I have a blast while I'm there. I still had a good time this time, but... Uh, it was uh, different. What was different about it to you? Talk, compare um, and contrast for the audience. So last time I went to Portland, there were a lot more people. Um, the bars were... Well, everything was open. Co- As you guys know, COVID just has everything shut down. And Portland, Maine was like seriously a ghost of what it normally is. And I mean, I know I should have expected this. But like here in Connecticut, it hasn't really stopped anything now that we've more or less reopened. I mean, yeah. just Portland was very weird. Well, we made the most out of it, though. We went to a couple breweries. One was better than the other. We got some ice cream. We saw a lighthouse. We saw a lighthouse. That was about it, I think, yeah. to be honest with And then you. we did an escape room. Oh, yeah. To which Olivia and I, I'm just going to say that's totally an eight-man escape room. We almost got it done with two people. That's my excuse for we not getting it done. We were pretty close, I'd say. We did, I'd say we got it 80% finished. I think we needed another... No, I would say because we did the whole first room. Yeah, we were like eighty. 80 yeah, seventy five percent. Yeah, that's uh, and we got almost halfway, or no, a little more than halfway through the second room, and uh, then we ran out of our hour time limit. Yeah. And uh, but that was a lot of fun. I yeah. think that was probably our, the most fun thing we did, other than explore some old bookstores. Yes, which were those and are the pretty art cool. museum. And the art museum, which I didn't understand anything. No, we do, we don't get art enough, so. We yeah. probably didn't appreciate it as much as we should have. Well, they had some of those, like, old-school statues those, and the bus, like, the bus of, like, um, I can't I think I have no of, idea what you're talking about. What? The bus? The, yeah, a bust. Like, oh. Yeah, like oh, somebody's like face. Thing? Oh. No, it was, like, the, the heads, the, the sculpted heads. Oh, you like the sculpted heads. Yeah, but they had, uh, oh, Ulysses S. Grant. They had several of mm. Ulysses S. Grant in there, and they were really well done, I have to say. You know, really not only them. do I never understand anything in an art museum, but I always feel like the security <clears throat> guards are, like, charging me guilty just for being present in the art museum. Like, oh, yeah. As if I'm going to take off one of those gigundo <laughs> paintings and try to sneak out of the museum. You know, it. they wouldn't be looking at us like that if someone hasn't done it already. <laughs> And, like, for sure, someone's definitely tried to grab something and run. And that's... Yeah, I, I mean, kind of funny, true. though, that people actually do that stuff. Yeah. So, but, but uh, all right. Let's fast forward it along. We don't want to spend too much time <laughs> on Portland. All right. So yeah. we'll go into uh, our... Then we ventured up to Bangor from there. And we checked into our room at this little bed and breakfast. And our bed and breakfast was in, like, the most ideal location. Mostly bed. Less yeah, breakfast less than breakfast than mostly bed. <laughs> but we had reserved um, the king room, which we, at least I expected to be like a kings and queens type of theme. Yeah, but I was, it was expecting a throne. actually Stephen King themed, which is pretty cool, right? Yeah, that was cool because I'm a Stephen King fan. And 
But at the same time, I was, like, really expecting a throne in that yeah. room. Uh, like, Oh, you were disappointed there was no I throne. was expecting some medieval king-style stuff, because yeah. it's called the King Suite. Yeah, yeah. And instead we got Stephen King, which yeah. also, very solid second run around. There was a picture, though, from The Shining on the wall. Which, Staring at us. Yeah, I didn't feel too great about that. I don't know yeah. if that was the best If you guys have art. seen The Shining, you know that scene where Jack Nicholson's coming through the door with the, here's Johnny. Yeah, there's a photo of that staring <laughs> right behind. It's like behind the TV, but overlooking the bed. And it's a huge painting, like solid size of like an 80 inch TV. Yeah. Like the thing was huge. And, uh, yeah, kind of weird waking up to Jack Nicholson staring at you with a crazy look on his face. Certainly uh, the weirdest thing. That day, we also went to Acadia. Acadia. So, that was pretty good. The line to get in looked like it was going to be really bad, but it went pretty quick. And, let's see, what hikes did we, we went? Go we on? did the... Gorham uh, Mountain. Yep, Gorham Mountain. Uh, we did, we went down towards Sandy Beach. Yep. Um, we went towards... Thunder Dome? Thunder Bay. Thunder Bay? Not Thunder Dome. This isn't Mad Max, all right? <laughs> Escape from Thunder Dome. <laughs> um, the, the bowl? <clears throat> we did go to the bowl. And we the went beehive. swimming in the bowl. Yeah, so let's talk about each of them. I felt like the Gorham Trail was fine. It got a little steep towards the end, but it was like just right. Just the amount that I felt challenged. Yeah, it wasn't too long. Dying. That took us, what, 30 minutes? Yeah. About, I'd say, 30, yeah. 45 minutes. It, I think we only gained, like, 600 feet at most. Yeah, it wasn't very high. Yeah, no, and it was a fairly well-tagged trail. Yeah. Some places were a little worse than others where we wandered, and then I went, wait, let's backtrack. Yeah. Um, and then we went to the bowl, like you said, and we went swimming, yes. and there were so many fishies in the bowl. So the bowl is kind of like a little separate water source from the ocean. It's like up, so in Acadia, it's up in the mountains already, or I guess the hills of Acadia. And it's like, it was probably underwater at some point, but mm-hmm. it clearly, it's just a actual bowl. It's surrounded on all sides by hills. Yeah. But uh, a lot of people were very concerned about leeches in there. They kept asking yeah. us if we saw leeches. No. Nope. And then, uh, no, we just saw one of the biggest tadpoles on the planet. And <laughs> a bunch up of against my leg. <laughs> is creeping on Olivia. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, it was just a bunch of fish. Tiny fish, though. They're not like big ones. Like, no bigger than your hand. So, other than that, we had a crazy climb afterwards. Yeah. We went to the Beehive Trail. So, this was like the one trail I had asked somebody, and she was like, oh, we did the Beehive Trail, and I remember it was like pretty adventurous and pretty fun. So, I was like, okay, and it just so happened where we parked, we were pretty close to the Beehive Trail, so I was like, let's do it. Yeah, that, um, we got some strange looks for that. So, we were got to the top of the Beehive Trail, and that's when, you know, you can keep going or you can backtrack. I was like, well, we already hiked that, so we're not backtracking. No. And we were like, we asked somebody for directions, and they were like, oh, you go, you know, they gave us to the other side of the trail. And then they said, yeah, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Two people told us yeah. we should not do it. And uh, I was like, oh, well, it can't be that bad, because I consider myself fairly adventurous. So when I hear the average person, or what I would, you know, I don't know these people, so I just chalk them up underneath the everyday person. I don't consider myself very adventurous, but I knew Frank was going to, so I just tried to mentally <laughs> prep myself for the adventure to come. Well, let me tell you, because they said, they made it sound like it was like a steep decline down the mountain. Made and it seem like it was yeah, a steep it decline. It was a steep decline. Mountain. But they like, you know, when someone's trying to describe it, and you're like, oh, it's not that. Like, they're definitely yeah. a whole, like, 
hyping it up. Yeah, yeah. And we got over there, and no, it's not a steep decline. It, it's a sheer cliff. <laughs> and you have to scale down this cliff, and there's barely enough room to fit two people wide on. In most sections, it's only one person saying, wide. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we, were, we started going down it, and it just kept getting rougher and rougher until about halfway when it finally yeah. eased off. Yeah. And it was funny because we met all kinds of people on the way up and they were like, you're going down this? They were like, we saw a sign at the bottom that specifically said, go up only, do not come <laughs> back down this way. Which we never found said sign. But. No, but I for sure say that's some sage wisdom there because uh, it was, if you guys ever get the chance to go, I recommend the trail. I would say it was my favorite part of Acadia and uh, I would do it again. Just in reverse, I would go up it. This, <laughs> I would go up it next time rather than down. Down was definitely sketchy. Yeah. So yeah. the rock Even climbing the came edge. in clutch. It did. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then after that, we went back. We had some caffeine so that we didn't just go to bed because I definitely could have fell asleep by six o'clock that day. And we had a delicious dinner at this place called <clears throat> the Evan Roods. Oh like yeah, that. the Ev- I loved Even my dinner. Roods. I had the best crab cakes that I ever <laughs> had in my life. You know, you can just say they have a bunch of that filler nonsense in there. This is like straight crab. Had that. Had some salmon. Had some blueberry lemonade drink, which was delicious. Yeah, what did I? Frankie oh, yeah. had a pickle juice martini. Yeah, that was like disgusting. <laughs> no, I it, think it was olive juice. I think it was just a lot of olive. It juice was just the saltiest gin drink I think <laughs> I've ever had. Talk about them uh, olives in there. Oh yeah, they did olives with blue cheese, and the blue cheese was like leaking out into the drink, mm. and it. I, you know, I've just, I've never had alcohol with blue cheese in it, and it just, it gave the whole thing a very weird taste. There was for sure extra olive juice in there. It, yeah. just, it was like drinking what I imagine a brine. Yeah. Or yeah. like just straight pickle juice, Definitely honestly. Definitely wasn't it was very just, good. It was very weird. I will say, though, you couldn't taste the gin. I'll no, give it that much. Couldn't taste any alcohol, but it was definitely there. But we followed that up with uh, the happy ending place. Yeah. <laughs> You bunch Don't of perverts. Put your mind out of there. <laughs> Without happy endings, everything's like a delicious dessert. In yeah, there. it was like a Disney themed. Uh, Disney. Like, yeah, well, th- they had all the Disney themed drinks in there. Yeah, a bunch of them were named after. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, guys! Apparently, Olivia was crickets, drunk. Crickets. Crickets. Um, but they had a bunch of like. Uh, Name one Disney drink. The Once Upon a Time. Okay, well, one was Hansel and Gretel. The other was the half. There was maybe one drink. All right, so whatever. Oh my God. Disney has like a monopoly on all of the, uh, you know, the happy ending Uh stories, you know? I don't think that's true. They for sure own a monopoly on every childhood story ever. Anywho, we got this delicious (laughs) fondue. I uh, had graham crackers, strawberries, marshmallows. I got the Hansel and Gretel drink. Frankie got the. Happy ending drink. Yep, and then... Uh, then the bartender was like, yo, you gonna have another drink? This place was actually... Not to give you guys a play-by-play, but it, it's... This place was a shot out of cheers. <laughs> and so, yeah, we had, we had our fondue set, we had our drinks, and then we went and hung out over at the bar. And it was seriously just a scene out of cheers. The bartender was awesome. He knew everyone at the bar. So did the waitress. And just people kept filtering in and they just knew everyone. We had another drink at the bar before we wrapped up for the night. But uh, yeah, everything we got was some sort of themed drink. I got a key lime pie 
thing. Mine was a blueberry something. But so it was like yeah. a, it was like a mixture. It's got a bunch of cream in it. You know what I mean? So it was extra desserty and deliciousy. Yeah, it was very much a dessert place, and well worth a stop. But yeah, it was. Uh, what was the name of it again? Happy endings. Was it happy endings? Yeah. Literally. Okay, I'm just making sure. For some reason, I keep coming back to the happily ever after thing. Oh. Or something like that. that. Yeah, not at. Yeah, I'm going crazy. But uh, it definitely showed me what a lightweight I was. (laughs) It was three drinks in, man. I woke up a couple hours after being asleep, and I was like, wow, I'm on another planet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was feeling it. I was feeling it when we got back to the hotel. (laughs) But all right, we're going to swap up gears, and Olivia is going to take us into her doctor segment this week. Yeah, so. We're trying to focus on that a bit more i think right yeah, we got some feedback that um the regular audience might not really care about what's happening in our <laughs> lives and is listening because the show is called the doctor and the dork which i'd say is probably a, a fair recommendation so we're gonna lead right into that now anyway so this week i was looking through my news and i saw an interesting article that there was this vaginal ring that was being approved for hiv prevention Um, and i found this very interesting so for those of you who don't know there's something called pre-exposure prophylaxis which essentially is a pill you can take every day and it's supposed to essentially prevent you from getting hiv if you're having sex with somebody who's known to have it so usually if you take this pill for about seven days beforehand, it's got like a 90% effectiveness rating to prevent the spread of HIV, which is pretty cool. However, this is a pill you got to take it every day. So this new ring is good for a month. And the other cool thing about it is since it's acting locally as to where the infection would initially occur, there's supposed to be many less side effects associated with it. So there's a lot of bone issues and renal concerns with those um, What's renal? Uh, kidneys. Oh, okay. Concerns with the pills. Um, so this, since it's acting locally and it's not absorbed as much into the body, hopefully it would overcome those. Um, so you probably heard Truvada before. They have a lot of commercials. There's also Discovy. Those are two of the brand names for the pills. It's a oh, for the anti-Tenafovir and Mtricitabine. Those are made-up words. Um. For sure. Yeah. So anyways, the really cool thing about this or what they're going to try to do with it is really use it theoretically in some of the African countries since it's good for up to a month and it's not something that women would need access to every single day that they could just put this ring in, be good for a month and hopefully lower the risk of HIV. That sounds um, useful. Yeah, granted, like they haven't came up with a equal one for men, I guess you could say. Yeah, um, but... But I don't I mean, think they're really worried about the male population as much. No, and I mean, this way, too, if the mother can't get it, then she's not going to spread it to, to her children. Child, yeah. yeah, and that's going to be kind of probably That makes a bit more cool. sense, yeah. Um, I also read that they're trying to make a ring that has um, both... Oh, the active drug in the ring is depivirine. So I read they're trying to make a mixture, too, where the ring has both that and a birth control intertwined in it, so it would kind of be a two-for-oneer. Very interesting. Um, I'm interested to see where where it goes if right now it looked like just europe has it approved i'm interested to see if it um intermingles over into the usa but yeah that's really all i got this week i wish i had more to say about the nuva ring type the nuva rings the birth control well all right so the aids nuva ring it would act the same way (laughs) the aids nuva ring (laughs) yeah yeah it's kind of like a i don't know it shows we've really come a long way you know back in the 70s 
HIV, there was like, there's no treatment for it, let alone prevention. The idea that you could have sex with somebody that has HIV and not get it probably seemed like people would say impossible. You know, now they're coming up with ways to revolutionize. Yeah, it. that's yeah. Don't you feel like it's like thirty years too late though? I mean, I don't. Better late than never. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> All right. What else you got? What else you that's got? It. Yeah, that's it. I don't have anything. That else was new. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't. I thought you were gonna like be more interested in this. No, topic. I. I wish I had don't more to say. Don't you think it's cool? You can prevent it. I think it's cool. I thought they already. But how long have they had the medicine for preventing HIV? I don't know. Because I heard, I want God. It was back when I was still in the service. Yeah, I want to say you know, probably tw- late 2015, early 2016. Yeah. I had heard rumors that there was already something out that, like, basically if you found out you had hooked up with someone that was HIV. Well, that's different. That's post-exposure prophylaxis. Oh. So that's after you take it or after you have sex and there's a risk that you have it. Kind of like a plan B pill. Yeah. Then you take it. This is like, say I met some guy and I thought he was just the bee's knees, but it turns out he had HIV. I, before I chose to sleep with him, I could take this pill for seven days beforehand to prevent getting HIV. Oh, okay. You know I mean? Alright, makes enough sense then. Um, yeah, that's an interesting thing. Fair enough. Yeah, I, yeah, I just, I don't know enough about that. I, I thought this already existed. I personally existed. would still feel like it's pretty dicey, but. Yeah, that's still I a roll of the dice not, I'm not looking to take. I'm not in an environment where the people that I'm trying to sleep with have HIV. Yeah. So. Well, hey, one of you crazy people out there, if you do it, let us know how it works. I want to know. <laughs> I need a play-by-play here. It's super interesting. If you're out there and you're in a high-risk group, you know who you are, get yourself on some pre-exposure prophylaxis. Decrease your risk. All right. Well, I'm going to roll us right into what I got here, and that's phones. Roll us so the roll. dork section this week, I have a lot of phone-based stuff. Oh, no, I already see something else. And, yes, oh, yeah, <laughs> Olivia's going to hate this. So, guys, what uh, Olivia and I were talking about what our best phones out there are. So we're looking at whether you got Huawei, Samsung, so Android, or iPhone, some sort of Apple product. Um, I mean, if you're on any other of those three, then you're probably... Nokia? A serial killer. It, I think they just make you didn't, construction zones. What about zone. Google Pixel? Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting also, Google Pixel. Also, you know, I feel like you keep this Yahweh thing. Are they like... Huawei is the biggest phone provider on the planet yeah, but now. Are they, a, are they like a Verizon or are they like an iPhone? No, they're like... Verizon is a cell provider. That's what I whereas mean. Whereas iPhone... Well, Apple produces an iPhone. So which one is... So Huawei produces a phone. Okay. Um, and they are now have overtaken Samsung, mm-hmm. aka Android, as the biggest cell phone provider on the planet. You mean taking but, over iPhone? <clears throat> no, iPhone was in third. Yeah, they're behind. Well, actually, let me correct. It used to be Samsung, Huawei, Apple, really? and now it is currently Huawei, Samsung, Apple. I don't know if I believe that, so, but all right. Well, I just read an article on it today. <laughs> I've been following it for a few days, but all right, so needless to say. I just want to know what your guys' favorite phones are. I've been sucked into the iPhone club. I hadn't had an iPhone prior to 2016. I got the iPhone SE. Now I'm on the iPhone uh, 11, 11 Max Pro, Pro Extra Special. Yeah, they just started throwing extra <laughs> acronyms on the back Thank end of this thing. He was like, yo, give me the best you've got in this <laughs> I was like, I'm looking to blow some cash. They were like, 100%. All right. I will never use what this phone was intended for, <laughs> and I don't need it. Um... 
But yeah, I'm just curious because Olivia's rocking an iPhone as well. And uh, we were both talking about swapping from iPhone. I feel like I don't belong in this cult. And iPhone is for sure a cult at this point. Yeah. It's up there with, uh, yeah, well, every other cult, right? I was reading earlier <clears throat> that the Google Pixel is one of the best phones you can get for the value. It was like $349. I'm going to have to look into it next time, for sure. Pixel. But all right, guys. Next thing I want to bring up on your, uh, on your radars is AI. Because this has been something that's been in the talks for many years. If you want to just save some time in your life, feel free to... Don't skip this, all right? <laughs> you guys need to know. AI is actually uh, relatively close to being out. I don't have any insider information. But if you sit here and you read through articles and you hear what a lot of these tech giants are talking about, is they're all working towards this goal. But here's the problem. Let's is this it. is if you have tech giants working towards this goal, then you have people trying to work towards this in their spare time. Because there's people all around the world interested in this. Governments, giant companies. But I just want I just want to raise the alarm on AI. Like people should actually be genuinely interested in what's going to happen with it. Because it could revolutionize humanity in like and I say that not in a laughing manner, but it really could. It could change everything. It, we could all be unemployed or it could Cure every disease known to man. AI is a weird Pandora's box of either all hell or heaven's saving grace, you know? You really don't know what you're going to get from it. Mm. But uh, a lot of companies are working towards it, especially Elon Musk with uh, Tesla. And he said several times his company's on the cusp of having something, which I can only imagine means we're within a few years of somebody rolling one of these out and... With the Terminator 2.0 happening, guys. Why don't you cite so, the book where you got some of this information? Uh, from? Oh, God. You uh, don't da- know the book. I forget the you title of it. That's all right. We'll yeah, tell you you're going to hate me. We'll tell you next time. I believe it's Deus Ex, but I know that's not it because that's a video game. <laughs> so, but Classic. I'll talk about it in episode 10. I'll go into that book. Um, now, I'm just going to go over uh, two other things. One is uh, Pokemon, guys. The other day, I was just sitting here thinking about it. When's the last time I picked up a Pokemon game? I'll tell you when. Literally last week when you played with an 11-year-old at the park. The, well, thank you for well, pointing that, that next out. Topic. That just sounds disturbing. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so, but I was just curious because, yeah, I had done Pokemon Go, but it just made me think about uh, I grew up playing Pokemon. You know, I, I remember Heart Gold and... Hearts and uh, was it Soul Silver being like my favorite, and uh, what are your guys' favorite games? We'd I'd love to hear. So if you guys could write in on any of our multiple platforms now. Frankie never says them because he's no. afraid he's gonna mess. I'm it up. I am gonna mess them up, and then Olivia's gonna judge me. So why don't you give them our platforms, All right, Olivia? So you can check us out on Instagram at Doctor and Dork. Email us at Doctor and Dork at gmail We're on YouTube. That's it. That's how we got it, I think. Yeah, I think that's about Podbean, it. Spotify. And our, yeah. That's, that's all four. Yeah. yeah. All right. Last thing, guys, is investing apps. So recently, you know, everyone knows how to go. Well, I don't want to say everyone knows, but everyone knows that you can go invest through a lot of these big brokerage firms, yada, yada, yada. All right. Skipping past that, Olivia and I have a small competition going on. We each put $100 into this app called Robinhood. And we're trying to see who can go farther with $100. And uh, we're essentially day trading with it. Um, Robinhood lets you do up to three day trades a week. Don't do any more, otherwise they lock your account for 90 days. Read that online prior to this. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's so many of them. You have Acorn, 
You have uh, Robin Hood. Yeah. I, I say I two, but... I for a while, but you know what? Acorn charges you. Oh, yeah. well, that's lame. I mean, it's only like a dollar a month. <laughs> you know, yeah, really the, breaking the it's bank. It's the principle. They more for Netflix. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I'm just interested in uh, what people are using out there. And if anyone has had more success with certain apps over others. And, uh, yeah, I'm just real curious. But Maybe yeah. if you know any good penny stocks you'd like to... Yeah, yeah if you guys just have any... me separately, find my personal Insta and DM me. <laughs> yeah, Olivia's trying to get a leg up on yeah, me right now. Yeah, I'd love to talk crap and say that I'm blowing away this investment <laughs> competition, but we both haven't. I don't think either of us had made a dollar so far. But if so. you guys aren't into, uh, if you're not very investing savvy, I recommend if you are trying to get ahead in life, it's nothing that's going to make you millions overnight or, or it may never make you millions. But you know what? It's always a good idea to kind of prep for your future a little bit and... Uh, yeah, some of these apps are really worth a, a look, and they're pretty easy to use, I'd say. I mean, the casinos are closed for coronavirus, so this is just another way you can go out there and blow a few dollars. Yeah, this is gambling. And maybe get lucky. You know what? <laughs> and chances are your money's probably going to last you a little longer than if you just sat in front of the slot machine. So. That's true. Yeah, yeah, it's lasted me a, a week now, and I'm still up by like six dollars. That's so. you're, you're cheating. You're using your <laughs> free stocks. Oh yeah. Anyways. All right. Um, Closing remarks. We'd like to announce next week is our tenth episode, and we will be having the dorkiest, doctoriest guest <laughs> to join <laughs> us on our episode. So we're gonna be having our friend Tyler come on. Um, I met Tyler recently through Olivia. Uh, who knows him how? Um, I used to work with him in Buffalo. All right. But we'll go over that more on. Yeah, we'll go over podcast. that on episode 10. But he is uh, a self-professed nerd slash dork and lover of everything uh, board games. So we'll be going into some cool board games when he uh, shows up for the episode. He just started his pharmacy residency, so hopefully I'll have some cool residency stories to yeah. share with us. So he'll, he, we find he's going to be a great mix, and we hope you guys find him as interesting as we do. And we will see you next week, well, guys. Actually, I had some other things oh, to Oh, do say. you? Yeah. All Number right. Number one, if you're going to upvote us or downvote us on the YouTube. Number one. Don't downvote us. Shout out to the people who've upvoted us. But we somebody, definitely just got five more downvotes for that. <laughs> the Thanks a lot. To, da- to downvote one of our episodes. At least, if you're going to downvote it, write a comment. Say why you downvoted it. Say why it was so bad that you had to go through the effort of hitting the thumbs down button. All right, guys. I think what Olivia's getting at is we would love feedback. <laughs> and uh, we're, gonna, we're not going to sit here and rant about feedback here, all right? I mean... If you're going to downvote us, at least shit talk us too, damn Yeah, it. that's all I guess I ask for. <laughs> um, besides that, I guess stay safe. Um, it's a hurricane outside here in Connecticut. Yeah, so stay safe. Don't get COVID, guys. And we'll talk to you in a week. All right, see you, everyone. Bye.